Keenan sees an opening, drives, throws it up again, and Robinson with the flush. Randall crossover goes right at Drummond and throws it down with a foul. Julius Randall with force and a chance for a three-point play. Here comes Knox, ah! and Barrett slams it home. Uh -huh. Quickly left open, tries another three. Bang! Emmanuel quickly from downtown, and it's a five-point game. 20 points off the bench. Welcome back to the Split Action Podcast. Today was the trade deadline. Plenty of interesting moves around the league. Uh, the Knicks not didn't really do anything, but definitely some other teams made some headlines with what they did and what they didn't do. So... Uh, first move I want to talk about is the Bulls trading for all-star center Nikola Vucevic. Also getting out Farouk Aminu in that trade. And they sent out Otto Porter, Wendell Carter, and two firsts. You know, this trade for the Bulls, I get it. He, This isn't the worst price to pay for an all-star, a legit top, what, six, seven-ish center in the league. Um, and I can see a, a, a way for them to improve their ceiling down the line, but for the Magic, I think they made uh, pretty well out in this deal. Um, they made out pretty well in this deal, I'm sorry. Uh, Carter is kind of disappointed so far. He hasn't been that good this season. And Otto Porter is a nice wing defender, but he can't stay healthy, and also he's pretty old. Um, Orlando's trying to rebuild, so I don't know what they do with that, but... The first-round pick this year is top four protected, and I don't know what's up with the other first. But I think for both sides, I think this deal is pretty good. I think the the Bulls get a legit center now. So, you know, Vooch can definitely compete with most of the bigs in the East other than Embiid, uh, and I think they'll probably make the playoffs now. And also I think for the Bulls, part of this was they wanted to convince Zach Levine that he wanted to stay. Uh, or that he should stay with the franchise. And, you know, trading for a quality big man is going to, you know, tip the scales. So I, I think this move was to sort of keep Levine interested in staying in Chicago for, for them, in addition to improving the team. And they also get a, a nice wing defender in Al Farouk Aminu, who can also knock down a few catch-and-shoot threes. Uh, let's see. An another move I want to talk about is... The Nuggets trading for Aaron Gordon. Um, you know, the Nuggets, they did uh, make the Western Conference Finals last year, lost in five games. But it was a really nice uh, run for them in the bubble. And Nikola Jokic is completely dominating this season. So, you know, the one hole on their roster, really, that's been sort of obvious and, um, like, really evident when you watch their games is they have really bad wing defense so Aaron Gordon gives you that and you can also use him as a cutter off the ball and he, he'll definitely catch a bunch of lobs off of um, Jokic passing uh, him the ball so I, I like this trade uh, I think Orlando comes out pretty well in it too they get RJ Hampton a really nice young player Gary Harris an expiring contract or not I don't know if he's expiring or not but he um He's not that good anymore. He's, he's just there to make the money work. And they also get a 2025 first-rounder. So, you know, I, th I think Orlando made out pretty well in this deal. They, they get a nice young guard with some upside. They get another first-round pick. And, you know, it's rebuild time in Orlando. They haven't really done this, um, at least 
for a while. Um, they have sort of always been in the middle of the pack, sort of fighting for that eight seed every year for like the past five-ish years now. So it's a, it's a nice change of pace for them. And um, I, I actually don't mind what they have now, their young core. Obviously, Jonathan Isaac's a fantastic defensive player when he's healthy. Um, I like Cole Anthony as a guard who can score. I don't know if he's a primary creator, but, you know, I think Orlando did pretty well. So good for them. Good for the Nuggets. They get their wing defender who can also uh, get his own shot. Um, another interesting move today was the Celtics getting Evan Fournier from the Magic. Another move, getting off a good player uh, for some second-rounders. And um, I, I don't know. I feel like the thing with Boston this year is their bigs are just not good enough. They are not good enough. They cannot protect the rim well. And it's just not – I don't like Boston's roster construction other than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who are really good young players, obviously. Tatum's probably a top 15-ish guy in the league. Brown's probably closer to, like, top 30, top 40. But, you know, this is another guy who can get his own shot. And the Celtics really needed that. I thought they could have targeted someone with more of um, a downhill approach, you know, running the offense. But I guess they trust Kemba to to create good offense for them. I'm, I'm not really sure that's the best decision. But, you know, Danny Ainge is going to Danny Ainge. Um Magic, they got two seconds back in this deal. I don't really know. This is this is nothing for them. It's um. I mean, I mean, I I guess this was uh good for them to get some more assets back because they again they are rebuilding. And also the Celtics got rid of Daniel Tice, Jeff Teague, and Jeff Teague as well. So, uh, another pretty uh big trade today was. Norman Powell getting sent to Portland in exchange for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. You know, I really like this trade for the Raptors. Uh, a good young player in Gary Trent. You know, Rodney Hood's not that good, but um, this is really good for them. They get out of a guy who's going to be a free agent this summer, and they get a young, controllable asset who's going to be a restricted free agent who they can re-sign, who has similar skill set and is probably almost as good uh, as Norman Powell's been. Even though Norman Powell has been fantastic this year, uh, just hitting everything he shoots, but um, this I, I feel like the the Raptors came out pretty well in this trade. Uh, I I don't really like this for the Blazers. Norman Powell is another short guy who can't really defend at a high level, so now you've got uh, Norm Powell, C.J. McCollum, and. Uh, Dame were all, like, subpar defenders who really can't guard anyone. And, you know, they're fantastic shot creators, but I'm not sure that's the way you compete in the West. But, you know, I, 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 I definitely think the Raptors won this trade. Uh, what else? The Heat made some moves today. Nothing major. Kyle Lowry stayed put, so that was going to be their biggest target. But they did bring in Victor Oladipo. Uh I actually like this this trade for them. Nice buy low, uh, shot. You know, they get um they get to trade Kelly Olynyk and Avery Bradley back to the back to the Rockets. 
for for Oladipo, and you know you're gonna sort of limit his role into you know maybe secondary tertiary creation on offense, and on defense he's just gonna be able to you know be another nice wing defender for them. So I, I like this for them. Uh, I'm really not sure what the Rockets are doing. This you know the Harden trade was not very good for them. I didn't like what they got back in return. I feel like Philly's offer was much better. I don't, I don't know if there's gonna be a player that uh, the Rockets get as a result of that trade that's going to be anywhere near as good as Ben Simmons is right now. So I really like this trade for, for the uh, Heat. And, yeah, another another move the Heat made was to bring in Nemanja Bielica, uh sort of a pass, dribble, shoot, four. He's a nice fit there. He um, replaces Kelly Olenek, basically. And they traded uh, Mo Harkless and Chris Silva back to the, the Kings for Bielica. So I like that for them. You know, another guy who fits what they run, these dribble handoffs. He can move with the ball in his hands. He can hit spot-up shots. He's a good passer. All that stuff. Miami likes that in their guys. Obviously, Bielitz is not a very good defender, but they already have plenty of good defenders on the roster. So good for Miami. Um, I still don't think they have enough to really challenge with Philly or uh, Brooklyn, of course. But, you know, they're probably, I don't know, the, the – fourth best team in the east maybe on paper as long as they stay healthy but yeah uh what else we got here uh the clippers they made a move they traded lou williams who's been on their team for ages they they move him they get rajon rondo a veteran point guard back from the hawks i think rondo kind of kind of won today because he got his bag in free agency and he also he has to come back to la uh, and <laughs> go go compete for another championship. So good good for the Clippers. Nice veteran presence at point guard. He's not gonna ruin your offense the way Reggie Jackson and um, others could at times in series. Uh, I I really thought that they needed like a steady guy, not like someone who's like super volatile game to game like Reggie Jackson is. At least with Rondo, you know you're gonna be able to get a, a genius level passer who isn't going to ruin the way your team is functioning, even if he's not hitting his shots. I also think he's going to try on defense for them because they are chasing a ring. So good for the Clippers. Uh, for the Sixers, they were, you know, one of the suitors for Kyle Lowry. Uh, this past week, they've been looking for a way to upgrade their roster. They need some better guard play in the playoffs, someone who can hit a pull-up jumper consistently and also not be a, a negative defender so I like the George Hill signing he's sort of the prototypical veteran for general point guard who's just gonna hit his spot ups not do anything dumb and um I I, I like this trade they uh they only gave up Tony Bradley uh Vincent Poirier and uh Terrence Ferguson in this so I, I like this Obviously, the Knicks were involved in this trade. They gave up Austin Rivers, and um, I think that was it. They, they gave up Austin Rivers, and in, in exchange, they got a first, and they got Poirier and Ferguson, which is not bad, but, like, this was, like, a minimal move. Nothing really important or special about this for the Knicks. Um, obviously, they kept Alfred Payton on the roster, which was an interesting decision considering he is not good at basketball. Um, listen, 
this uh, deadline for the Knicks uh, was really not much. There was definitely some rumors around about them potentially being interested with uh, Lonzo Ball and the Pelicans, but I, I guess David Griffin uh, set a price too high for, for the front office. So I, I understand them not uh, pulling the trigger on, on a deal for someone you can sign in the summer. So I this deadline for the Knicks was really uh, unimpressive and not really anything. I, I thought, you know, Peyton was a guy that could definitely be dealt. Um, he just he doesn't provide more than what he takes away from from the team when he's on the court. You know, he can get into the paint consistently, but with the personnel we have, that's not really a valuable skill. Um, he can force the defense to rotate, but no one really uh, leaves their man to help Alfred Payton drive because he's not a good finisher. So for the Knicks, I really didn't like this deadline. They moved Alfred for, I don't know, like a second or something, cleared up a roster spot. I feel like that just would have been a more productive use of their resources. Um, there's just no reason for Alfred Payton to be on this roster, and I can definitely see him throwing a playoff series away for the Knicks because he's just so bad at basketball. Uh, another thing that happened with the Knicks was Frank Nilekina not getting traded. That was great. Made me smile. Uh, really made me happy. Uh, another trade deadline survived for the French Prince. Um, one of my favorite players on the Knicks. Just a really smart, uh, intelligent, um, elite defensive player that can help winning basketball. So I really like this for the Knicks. I think him not being traded uh, is a sign of a, an extension coming this summer. Uh, there's no real point in keeping him on the roster if you're not going to trade him. And I think that's the way this front office looked at it. So I'd expect Frank to be extended this uh, this upcoming summer. Um, yeah, I'm really happy for him, really happy for the Knicks. Other than Alfred being here, this was a really ideal season and uh, deadline so far. Um, but, yeah, that's really all I got. Uh, and I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, I know it's been a while since I put out a podcast. I've been dealing with a lot of stuff uh, for, like, the first part of the 20 days where I haven't really posted anything. Uh, I had, like, COVID, so I was really busy um, trying to, you know, stay alive and everything. And also, for the other part, uh, for like the past week or so, I've had midterms, so I've been really um, kept up with stuff like that on my, my school responsibilities. So, you know, I really appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, thanks. That's all I got. I'll probably see y'all later tonight for Knicks After Dark, so. Milikina sees it open, drives, throws it up again, and Robinson with the flush. Randall crossover goes right at Drummond and throws it down with a foul. Julius Randall with force and a chance for a three-point play. Here comes Knox. Ah! And Barrett slams it home. <laughs> quickly left open, tries another three. Bang! Emmanuel quickly from downtown, and it's a five-point game. 20 points off the bench.